had never run a road race before. And I never thought that it was something that I would want to do. And then fast forward, you know, I moved to Atlanta. Um, we had our first child, our daughter, and she probably was, you know, a year or two, um, you know, old. And at this time, I'm working out just to, you know, get my body back and just to be active. And I was doing the treadmill and I'd run 30 minutes. And that was, you know, what I would do. And a friend challenged me and said, well, you know, you've been really consistent with running. You should take it up to another level and why don't you sign up for a 5k and I was like oh my god a 5k I can't even imagine but once the seed was planted I was like you know what maybe I can I you know I like the the challenge you are listening to the no gimmicks just sweat podcast with your host Eric Logan no gimmicks just sweat is dedicated to hearing the journeys and unique stories behind an athlete's training and what drives them get inspired to own your life and make the impossible possible if you enjoy the show please subscribe so that you never miss an episode also please take a few seconds to rate the show and drop me a review now let's get started with the show hello and welcome to this episode of no gimmicks just sweat and today we welcome adrian shepherd to the show adrian how are you doing I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. How are you doing? I'm doing great, fam. How you do? <laughs> <laughs> right. You're my cousin. Yeah, we you could. are my play cousin. My play yeah, that's cousin. right. We could. Mm-hmm. We we've known each other for years since I started running. Since I since I began running, let's put it like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was trying to think back to when uh, we initially met, and I don't know if it, I believe it came about when you were running, I was running, and we'd always pop up at the same races and I'm assuming at that point we were probably following each other on Instagram or social media Um, but then I found out that you are real life cousins yes with with, Keisha you're right right (laughs) and she and I you know connected through running and being on the same side of town and you know we have um, a couple of you know similarities and we call each other twins so when I found out that you guys were cousins I was like, okay, well, you're my play cousin, too. We're all going to be family. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We all fam. Yep. <laughs> Again, thank you for coming on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to kind of start, as we do always, with a bunch of icebreaker questions. You know, just kind of warm things up, you know. Okay. Some of the stuff I already know, but your listeners might not necessarily know. And right. I always learn something new each time I ask these questions. Okay. So Let's you ready? Go. I'm ready. Oh, there you go. Ready? All right. <laughs> All right, morning runs or evening runs? Oh, morning, absolutely. All right, solo runs or group runs? Ooh, both. Can I say both? Yeah, you can say both. Because <laughs> I'm going to get it in on my own if I have to, but I do enjoy running with other people. Okay. All right, what about running on the treadmill or running outside? Um, outside is number one, but I will tell you this pandemic has set me back a little bit and I've been doing more treadmill runs than outdoors, but outdoors is number one. Okay. All right. Coffee or tea? Coffee all day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What about trail runs or road runs? I'll have to say road runs because I've never done an actual trail run. You've never done a trail? I have walked, you know, and I've done some hiking, but I've never done an actual, let me go out there and, and run a trail, which I want to do. So stay tuned. Okay. Yeah. We got to get you on a trail. Yes. All right. What's your favorite race distance to run? 
Uh, that is the 10 miler and there aren't a lot of them right but um i find that once i kind of settle in you know around mile seven you know the last three miles um are not hard but it's not as bad as having to go to a you know a half marathon distance um and it gives you a little bit more time on the road than say a 10k i like the 10 miler right okay that, that, that's a good little distance that's a good little mm -hmm. distance mm -hmm. All right. What's the first thing you do after a race? Oh, take pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I will always take pictures, but, you know, I'll probably go look for, uh, you know, some water or a banana uh, or something like that. Um, while I'm physically on site, when I leave, I'm probably going to go get coffee and then in search of food. Okay. All right. What's a dream race that you want to run? I would love to do... Um, New York Marathon. Okay, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. All right, if you can go on a run with any celebrity or athlete, dead or alive, who would it be and why? <sighs> Let's see. Okay, so I'm going to say Kevin Hart. Okay. And the, the reason why, I know he works out. I know, you know, he runs, he's trained. Um, but he would also be entertaining. And anybody that has run with me, they all know I like to talk while I'm running. They're just like, oh my gosh, you know, Adrian, she asked these open-ended questions. I'd love to be able to run with him and laugh and talk and just have a good time because then you don't feel like you're working. <laughs> and the run will be over with quick. And the run will be over with. So yeah, <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> all right, last question. Dream location anywhere in the world you want to go for a run? Ooh, let's see. Dream location. I haven't thought about this one. Um, maybe, maybe Hawaii along the beach. Okay. See, see, we 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 fam. See, that's my place. <laughs> have you been? I have not been. That no, is I've one never of my, been. That is one of my bucket list things to do. Yeah, yeah. I think I would like that. I, I, I've always said that if I do, if I ever do a full marathon, mm -hmm. I would like to do the Honolulu Marathon. Oh, yeah, you, that you, would be amazing. You pretty much have the entire day. You run along the coast. Yeah. You know, they're like, yeah, you're, you're not trying to race. You're just running to enjoy You're just the running. Scenery. Right. It would be gorgeous. Yeah. But back this up. You said you haven't done a full marathon. No, I've never done a full marathon. I'm surprised. I honestly, I have no desire to do a full marathon. That's well, never, I don't think anybody ever does I, until they do it. But the surprising thing is, I want to do an ultra. Oof. Yeah. I'm like, kudos. Yeah, I, I'm kind of like, let's see, 26 miles or 30 miles. I'm like, yeah, let me just go ahead and do the 30 miles. Well, you know what? When you look at it like that, you might as well, you know? Right. You might, why did I think it was lo a longer distance than that? I was thinking those 50 milers. Well, they do. You know, you have mm -hmm. like, I think the 30 miler is around about like a 50K. Mm -hmm. And then you have the 50 milers, then you have 100 milers. Man. Well, I don't know. So when you put it that way, maybe I could um, consider an ultra if it's 30. See, there you go. Just add on those four more miles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd be a struggle, but... <laughs> <laughs> It'd be a nice, you know, have a nice ring to it when you tell people you've done it. See, exactly, yeah. exactly. One day. Yeah, see, always one day.
That's right. We're still young. We still You know, exactly. Yeah, there's still time. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about you. You know, what is Mm -hmm. your story? Um, How did you become the runner, the athlete that you are today? You know, again, as I tell everyone, you are a superhero and this is your origin story. You're sharing it to the world. Let me think. Um, You know, I don't know if I've ever considered myself like an athlete, you know, middle school being, you know, when I was young, I didn't do a lot of sports. I don't think I really got involved in doing anything until I was in high school. And I ran track, you know, I was a cheerleader, um, but that was the extent of it. And I enjoyed doing track. I never did anything long distance. I ran the, you know, the 400 and the four by four. Um, I do the 200. Um, But even with that, you know, I was doing it because I wanted to be involved. You know, I was good, but I don't think I I wasn't like the greatest. Um, But I was, you know, an asset to the team. You know, I guess I'd say, (laughs) (laughs) you know, they didn't kick me off. Um, But then going into college, um, I didn't play sports there. So working out for me was something that I would do just, oh, you know, I should probably go to the gym oh, you know, I should probably do um, a workout. And, you know, occasionally when I'd go home to visit my family over the breaks, my dad and I would go out um, and we'd run together. And so I enjoyed spending that time with him. But, you know, all this time I've never, uh, I had never run a road race before. And I never thought that it was something that I would want to do. And then fast forward, you know, I moved to Atlanta Um, we had our first child, our daughter, and she probably was, you know, a year or two, um, you know, old. And at this time I'm working out just to, you know, get my body back and just to be active. And I was doing the treadmill and I'd run 30 minutes and that was, you know, what I would do. And a friend challenged me and said, well, you know, you've been really consistent with running. You should take it up to another level. And why don't you sign up for a 5k? And I was like, oh my God, a 5k. I can't even imagine. But once the seed was planted, I was like, you know what? Maybe I can. I, you know, I like the the challenge. And so when was it? 2010, Labor Day, 2010, I ran uh, my first 5K race. Okay. And after I did that, I can't even begin to explain how excited and hyped up and proud of myself I was. It was the I I wish I could bottle that feeling and get it back because (laughs) I felt so amazing. And so after that Labor Day run, by the time Thanksgiving came around, I was running um, my first half marathon and I was just hooked. And um, I haven't stopped since. You know, I just really found that I enjoyed being out there and every mile that you have that you add on after, say, your first 5K, you know, you're like, oh, my gosh, I can do you know, four miles, I can do five. You know, I remember the day I ran nine miles for the first time. There's always a way that you can uh, improve. And Mm -hmm. I like that idea, you know, and oh, can I do this? Can I do that? Well, why not? And so um, that's how I ended up where I am now. And that just sort of, you know, evolved into, you know, other physical activities. But I think the thing is that I do enjoy being physically active. I like moving. Okay. Yeah. Movement is good. People don't realize that with movement, mm-hmm. movement is life. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one of the things when people get older, you know, doctors always recommend that you got to keep moving. Yeah. You know, you, you, you know, because, you know, once you stop moving, you know, 
you're, you mm-hmm. know, it's like you're giving up. Yeah, yeah. You know, so I always like to have something I'm doing. It may not be the same activity all the time, but, you know, I challenge people to find something that you do enjoy and, and keep at it, you know, because like you said, moving is, is really key. Right, right. So how many races can you um, remember that you've done since 2010? Um, or have you just lost count? You know, I try to keep up with it. It's not something that I that I can easily recite. I know that having just run the Peachtree Road Race uh, earlier this month, I think that may have put me at 11 10K races. Okay. But, you know, uh, half marathons are double digits. I've done several full marathons. Um, I feel like I may have one, maybe two more full marathons in me. Five Ks, I can't even count. Um, and I guess what's different about me is that I don't, I don't race every race that comes across the, you know, the board. Right. I have my favorite races that I tend to do each year. There's a, a you know, a cluster of them that I do every year. And I may throw in, you know, some other ones that come about or that people may mention, but I don't want to race every weekend. I have a family, um, <laughs> you know, it's just not feasible. Um, I'll work out every weekend, but the process of getting to a race and, you know, registering and, and all of that is not something I want to do. So ideally a race once a month and I may miss a month, you know? Right. All right. Mm-hmm. So what, what are your favorite races? I love, okay, I love the Atlanta Track Club's uh, PNC, their 10-miler, which mm-hmm. is typically in October, so I always do that. I usually will do uh, the Publix uh, race series. Um, that was my very first full marathon here in Atlanta, um, and I've done the half marathon many, many times. I've done the 5K as well, so Publix which is in the uh, first quarter of the year is one that I do um, often. Again, Peachtree Road Race, I make it a point to run that 10K. Um, this would have been my 11th year, I believe, uh, with Peachtree. Um, I always do Thanksgiving. I like the half marathon there. I've done that one for years. I've done the race, which, when is that? August, September? The race um, is October. Is yeah. it October? Yeah, yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's October. I've been doing that the past few years as well, but I only do the 5K because that, that half marathon course has me looking at it like, Mm-mm, you don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> so I always do the 5K. And you know what? That race is great because I, you know, I get to see so many people um, that I don't typically see. And they come from out of town. And it's, you know, like they say, you know, it's like a family reunion. So that okay. was a good one. So, so, so you're complaining to um, Tess about the heels? Well, <laughs> the heels, because the 5K is no joke either. The 5K is hilly as well. Um, but don't tell Tess I said that. <laughs> I'm not complaining. <laughs> yeah, and you know, and you know, and I asked that initial question about how many races you've done because uh-huh. you can really tell people who really love running mm-hmm. and participating in races, they really stop counting. Yeah. They just kind of like, you know what, these are races that I love doing Mm -hmm. and I just do them every year. Yeah. You know, and usually when the race is coming around again, I kind of reflect back and I may look back and see, you know, how many I've done previously. But, you know, in the what, 
12 years um, that I've been doing the road races, you know, those are the ones that I can kind of guarantee that I'm going to do most years. Um, and I don't travel a lot for races. So a lot of my races are local races right here um, in Atlanta. You know, I have traveled for races, but those typically would be my, uh, my marathons. And, um, you know, so I tend to keep it close to home. Okay. Have you ever considered doing something like a duathlon or a triathlon? I have. Not a try because, you know, I can't really swim. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, who knows? That could change. That could change. Right. Um, but a duathlon I thought about as well. But I really, I need to get, um, I have a bike, but I've never taken it out on the road. And I've had it for several years now. Okay. Part of the reason is that I feel like I feel more safe on a, you know, a path or a trail somewhere, um, you know, in regards to like car traffic. Right. Um, and I haven't equipped my vehicle to transport a bicycle uh, anywhere. So I just, honestly, I just haven't done it. It's on my to-do list, but I probably need to make a, a conscious effort to get my bike checked out, you know, get all the gear that I think I would need in order to, to ride and then figure out how to incorporate it into training. I would love to do a duathlon. Uh, I'm going to highly recommend the Callaway Garden Sprint. That's usually okay. every June. Uh-huh. That would be, that is a perfect beginner duathlon. Because you've done so many. <laughs> it, it, you know, just like people run races regularly, I do duathlons regularly. Yeah, yeah. You know, once a month. <laughs> So I've just added, you know, I've just jotted that down and I may come back to you. I probably need somebody to, you know, to prod me, Adrian, you know, have you, uh, you know, had your bike checked out? You know, do you have your gear? Are you planning to get some, you know, some rides in? Consider yourself prodded then. I will be <laughs> good. Seriously, stay and, after me. But, but between now and next June. Mm -hmm. So the sprint, <laughs> let me ask you this and then we, we can move on. But the sprint distance on the bike and on foot what are they so you're you're initially looking at like maybe a mile mile and a half first run mm -hmm. uh, eight to nine mile bike ride which is mm -hmm. for that one it's really through Callaway Gardens so you're pretty much staying within the park mm -hmm. and then the last run is generally it's I'm doing air quotes now a 5k okay but it might be not quite at the three miles, like okay. two point, you know, whatever miles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's something I could do. It is. I'm going to make do. that. You can do it. I I am going to make that my next um, challenge. I like challenges. Okay. Well, you we, since we're recording, you know, I, I have evidence <laughs> now. So I, have I know. Now. You got the receipts now. There you go. And you say it's in June. Okay, that yes. gives me a year, you know, a little less than a year to get my, my life together. See, there you go. <laughs> Boom. And, and listeners, you heard it here. She has okay. committed to this. I've committed to it. I've committed to it. All right. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about your training. So okay. what does a week of training look like for you? You know, how do you fit it in to your mm -hmm. schedule? Well, you know, going back to the 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 questions you asked at the beginning of um, our session, I'm an early person. And mm -hmm. so 95% of my workouts are done first thing in the morning between mm -hmm. five and 6 uh, a.m. start time. 
Okay. Um, part of that's because I just wake up early. Part of that is that I have other responsibilities, taking kids to school, getting to work. And so it just works for me. Um, and I know that I won't have to worry about whether or not I get my workout in if I'm, you know, not having to fit it in in the afternoon. Um, I probably work out at least five days a week. Um, I'm doing something every day, but, you know, on those other, you know, day or two, you know, it could just be some stretching. It could just be, um, you know, meditation. Um, but I go between running on the tread or outside and riding my bike, my, my stationary bike, my Peloton at home. And um, I alternate days and then I throw in strength training as well. Um, so depending on how much time I have, you know, it could be a 30 minute ride and maybe, you know, 20 minute weights or, you know, a 30 minute run um, and throwing in, you know, some stretching or, or strength training after that. I mix it up and I kind of mentally do a check each morning to see, you know, how I'm feeling. Um, mm -hmm. Or if I have a race that's coming up, you know, back in, you know, November, um, October, November, I had a half marathon coming up. So I knew that I needed to get miles in um, outside on my feet. So a lot of my training happened um, outdoors and just trying to increase my mileage so I will be ready to run um, my half marathon. Okay. So, yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, so it sounds like you're pretty much self-trained, self-coached. To a certain extent. Um, okay. When I started running and after I, I did that first 5K, my husband introduced me to a friend that he was like, hey, this guy has really, you know, gotten into running. You may want to hit him up. And so I did the majority of my runs. He really introduced me to road uh, running. And I did the majority of my training runs and a lot of my races, my first marathon with him, um, which was really helpful. Um, I had an injury about six years ago. I had a stress fracture in bilateral shin splints and I couldn't run. And at that point in time, you know, and I, I just did, did a pivot, you know, I took some swimming lessons. I don't think they really stuck, but I took some swimming lessons. But what I learned at that particular time was that the only thing that I was doing was running. I ran any time anyone asked me to, that's all I did. I wasn't doing any strength. And that pressure that I was putting on myself, I realized I needed to find more balance. And so at that time, I, um, I got with a personal trainer. And for a couple of years or so, she and I, you know, it's a small group. Uh, she really got me into strength training, which I think improved me overall. So there was a point in time when I was seeing a personal trainer and I found it very beneficial. Now, and especially since I've gotten the Peloton, you know, I do a lot of training through, through their platform. Okay. Whether it's classes that I take, I do a lot of my strength training through their platform. I will take them on my outdoor runs. Um, so I'm always doing something Peloton related um, just about every day. That is guided, but I'm still by myself. Okay. So since so, so you brought up Peloton, let's talk about Peloton. <laughs> okay, let's talk about Peloton. <laughs> oh, she jumped into it. <laughs> and let me, let me start by saying, we are not sponsored by Peloton. No. This is us. We we are actual Peloton owners. 
So there, there's no, this is not necessarily an endorsement, so to speak. <laughs> Correct. Correct. However. So, yeah, however. <laughs> All right. So what got you into Peloton? So I'm going to tell you, before the Peloton, I probably can count on my hands the number of times I've gone to the gym and gotten on a stationary bike or actually gone to a studio and taken a, a, a spinning class. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's just not, I was just always running. Right. Um, but during the pandemic, I'm home now. I'm not right. going to my, my group training, you know, anymore. I'm on the treadmill, but I'm very solitary. And around that time, I just started hearing more and more about it. And I was just like, Oh, is this something that I would want to invest my money in? Uh, would it, would I actually use it? But I just kept hearing so many positive things about it. And so I threw it out there as a, as a gift idea to my husband, not thinking that he would actually <laughs> bite. You know, you know how you throw things out there and they're just like, okay, yeah, moving on. But he, we, know, he we like, listen, we yeah, listen. Yeah, I guess. See, I was very surprised, but he was just like, <laughs> okay. And so that was my Christmas gift, maybe, you know, two years ago, a year and a half ago. And I've loved it ever since. I am slightly competitive. So I do enjoy the leaderboard, but I don't live by a leaderboard. You know, I do my own things and I'm not, you know, reckless in that sense. But um, knowing that you're a part of a community um, and that there's so many offerings on the platform, I, I love it. Like I would recommend it to just about everybody because a lot of people think, oh, it's just the bike or oh, it's just the treadmill. But like I said, you can do yoga, meditation. I do bar. I did bar the other day. On oh, which okay. I love bar, um, you know, so it's plenty to do. And the music, I like the music. So who, who are your favorite instructors on Peloton? Um, let's see. So I like Hannah Frankson, the one in London. Okay, yeah. I enjoy Robin. I, you know, I like Alex, but he goes too hard for me sometimes. I'm just like, you know what, Alex, I'm not <laughs> feeling you today. But I like Tunde and I love Tunde because she's just so strong. And I feel like if I take her class, I know I'm going to work. Right. You know, but I have my favorites on the, um, on the tread as well. You know, I like Matt Wilfers. I like him on the bike also. I like him on the tread. You know, he's kind of, you know, our Atlanta local person. So I enjoy hearing him speak. Um, who else? Olivia? Rebecca, I have, I, I love most of them. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who do you like? Uh, well, pretty much most of the ones that you named, uh, mm -hmm. but I also like Kendall. Oh, yeah, Kendall's good. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah Kendall's good. Um, Jess King is pretty good. Oh, and Jess Sims for just, yes. just about everything. She's a beast. I like yes. her. Yes. Mm -hmm. And pretty much, like I said, I, I haven't used the um, running part of it yet. So mine's mm -hmm. mainly the bike. And you okay. know, I do a lot of the stretching and uh, I've done meditation. Yes. And, you know, I've been tempted to start doing the yoga. Yes. Now, I'm not going to lie, though. I will take yoga and I will do meditation, but I really enjoy activities where I'm, I'm really moving that feel hard where I'm sweating. And right. sometimes I lose focus in meditation. I lose focus in yoga, even though I know... I should be doing it. I'm not the best student. I'm not really great at sitting still. 
So if you tell me to go out there and, and you know, run around and, and jump, I'm all for it. Just sitting there, <laughs> you know, it's hard for me to do. So I, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> Sounds like a little ADD. You know, maybe. Or I just like, you know what? When I don't have a lot of time and I'm doing something, I really want to feel like I've used the time to the you know best of my ability. And to me, that means I'm exhausted and I'm sweating and I can physically see the work that I've done. And you don't really see that in yoga and meditation. Although right. they, you know, obviously they're great for you. I, um, so I just need to get over that maybe. Right. You're full of energy, you know. Yes. You know, yes. And, you know not, not to say anything negative about ADD. But no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. I just have right. a lot of energy and I just like to feel like I've um, spent it once I'm done with my activity. Right. Right. All right. So as a runner or I mean, even an athlete, how do you find balance? Because that's something we all struggle with, you know, mm -hmm. you know, so how do you man manage to stay balanced and calm? You know, you work, you work a job, your right. wife, your mother, how do you balance mm -hmm. all that out with running? Well, I guess for, you know, for running, for exercise, I make it a priority and I've made the priority known to my family. You know, I can shift a lot of things around, but that time in the mornings or when I'm doing my races is really for me. You know, it makes me feel great about myself. It makes me uh, energized so I can go on with my day. Mm -hmm. So they, you know, they really don't bother me um, about the time that I spend doing it. And I'm smart with it. You know, I don't overdo it, you know, um, I go out and do what I have to do and then I'm home and I'm and I'm available to the family but I make it a priority I make sure that I get it done and I don't uh, move it around really for for anything um, and and so I guess within working out you know I try to mix it up a little bit um, so that I don't get bored um, and I just enjoy doing the things that I love and if that means maybe join it and um, Coupling that with uh, inviting a friend so that now not only am I working out, but I'm also getting in, say, girl talk um, or catching up with a friend while we're on the pavement, then I'll do it that way as well, you know? Okay. So what is your inspiration? Is there something that, that inspires you to keep going daily? Mm -hmm. um, one, you know, it just feels good. But two, you know, I had my kids, you know, in my 30s. So I'm not, you know, a spring chicken or anything. And one thing that's important to me is being able to be active with my kids, to be energized and fun. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when they want to go places and do things, I'm up for it and I have the energy to do it. And um, I don't want to ever feel hindered because I'm not um, physically fit and physically fit doesn't mean that I'm super strong or you know I can uh, you know run for hours but having that mentality of being um, fun and energetic I want to be that type of parent for my children and right. that's probably my main uh, inspiration it's not necessarily to uh, achieve to run a certain race right. or to achieve a certain time but to be physically fit so that I feel good and I can hang out and do fun things with my family. That, it, look, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's attainable. You know, yes. maybe me winning a race or whatever and placing in a race might not be attainable for me at any particular time, but I can always be at a level where I can hang out with my family and have a good time and um, there's nothing hindering me. Right. Yeah. Like I said, that's what it is, by, you know, at the end of the day, you know, mm-hmm. basically you have family, you know, your spouse, your kids, mm-hmm. and I mean, even your, you know, older family members. Yeah. You know, being able to be there for them, you yeah. know, that's what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the life that we're all living right now, like you said, we, you know, we're parents, we're working, we're spouses, we have other um, activities that we're involved with, and that takes energy. Yes. Yes. And working out, yeah, you, you know, you tire yourself out, but you are um, making space so that you have room and have energy to carry on and take care of the, you know, the responsibilities that we have day in and day out. You know, I, I find that when I'm not doing anything at all, you know, when you just say, oh, I'm going to just take a day and just do nothing. I feel so sluggish. Doing mm-hmm. nothing makes yeah. me not want to do anything. I don't like feeling that way. Right. You're not the only one. You're not the only no. one. I feel the same way too. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I just, and I, that's fine for some people. It just doesn't work for me. I, right. I'm not good at that, so. But you have to have those forced rest days so your body recovers. It's like, okay, yes. there is a rest mm-hmm. day. I gotta live my mm-hmm. body recover. Yes, yes. All right, so what is your current go-to running shoe? I wear Brooks and... I've been wearing um, glycerin. I've <laughs> recently um, acquired Ghost. And so I've been wearing those um, for a couple of weeks now, which I enjoy as well. But, you know, usually I can find some, I, when I find something that I like, I stick with it until it doesn't work anymore. So when I first began running, I used to run in Asics. And then, you know, I may have tried a pair of Adidas, you know, or something else in between, but it was mostly Asics. But Several years back, I switched to the Brooks, and I've been happy with those. I mm. like a neat cushion. Um, okay. I have a neutral foot. You know, mm-hmm. I don't have anything, you know, uh, specific that requires me to wear something a little bit more, you know, uh, specific. So those work for me. Okay. And what what's a piece of, well, not piece of equipment, but what's something that you, that's a must-have when you run? that you can't live without? (laughs) My water bottle. I usually take a handheld. And even if I'm only running uh, three miles, I know a lot of people can go without water um, for for three miles. I probably can. I choose not to. I like to sip and I like to be prepared. You know, I don't want to be caught out there. And, um, you know, something could go wrong and my three miles could turn into to six and so i always have um i always have my handheld okay so this is a two-part question here um mm-hmm. first part your proudest moment as a runner and the second part your worst moment or biggest mistake as a runner mm-hmm. proudest probably would have been when i completed my first marathon the the public's um full marathon uh, however many years ago it was because you know like you mentioned um, it, it wasn't necessarily a goal of mine to run a marathon 
But I'm telling you, with a marathon, it's not even just the crossing the finish line. It's knowing that you put in 18 weeks approximately of training and that you stuck with it. And when I ran that, my kids were maybe, you know, five and three, you know, they were really young. So I would get up, do my weekly runs. I'd get up and do my long weekend runs, you know, five o'clock in the morning, um, 17, 18 miles. And then I'd get home and they'd be ready to go. You know, uh, I'd shower, I'd do an ice bath or whatever, and they'd be ready to walk the mall, go here, go there. And I I just have to do it. You know, really what you want to do is lay down in your bed and just, you know, after running all those miles, but I couldn't. So after 18 weeks of that and knowing that I've actually completed the training for the race and I completed the race, I was so proud of myself. I was so, I was happy. I was in tears. I, I was bet you were. I that, bet you were. That over. was it's over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you just feel such accomplishment. And um I I I I wish again, you know, you could bottle up bottle up that that feeling, but doing that let me know that anything is possible. Anything that I set my mind to do, I can plan for it and I can do it because I never thought I'd run, you know, nine miles, ten miles, let alone 26.2 and I right. did it right and I've done it several times and so you know I take that into other aspects of my life when I'm faced with a challenge at work or whatever I think back I'm like you know what there you can do this I like to think and I tell people this all the time nobody else out here is better than me they're no better than me right. they train for it they do the work for it why do I think they can do it and I can't do it? Exactly. You know, so, you know, I don't think anything is impossible. You know, you do your, you do, do your work, you know? And I see a lot of people get sidetracked because they, you know, they plan to run, they plan to train, but they don't have anybody to do it with or their partner bailed out. I'm sorry. If I know that I have a goal and I've committed to that goal, then if said training partner can't be there to run with me, guess what? I'm going to have to figure it out and run it on my own because That's right. when it's race day, nobody can run it but me. Right. Nobody can do it but me. And so I want to be prepared for that. Why I'm not going to go out there unprepared and thinking that the race is just going to happen. Uh-uh. So whether you're with me or you're not, these are my goals. These are the things that I'm going to do, and I'm going to I'm going to accomplish it. You go, sister. <laughs> you go with your bad self. Hey. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Now we got to talk about the second part of that question. Your biggest mistake, or your biggest mistake, or the worst moment as a runner. Um, I think the biggest mistake, and I mentioned it earlier, was the only thing I did was run. I didn't allow for rest. I didn't do any type of strength. And I just ran, ran, ran. And yeah, okay, I felt good in running, you know, conditions. Um, but it wasn't healthy for me. And after being injured, it made me realize that there's a lot more to being fit than just being stuck uh, in a rut doing the same thing over and over again. There's a, it's, 
it, you need to be more well-rounded. And uh, it took me, you know, being injured um, to really recognize that. And so I, that would have to be probably the biggest mistake, not incorporating other um, areas of fitness. Okay. And, and I think that's what everybody, it happens to everybody when they start off, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you start off running and you say, okay, I just need to run. Yeah. Because that's what yeah. you mean, I just need to run. And you, you kind of don't look at, you know, strength training. You don't look Mm-mm. at any type of cross training. You don't look at recovery, you know. Right. You just like, right. okay, I want to run and, you know, I'll run. I'll, I'll, I'll rest when I get to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and for some people, some people can do that. Some people can run, 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 run. I'm not set up that way. Right. Exactly. You know, I'm not set up that way. And, you know, when you, for me, you know, if you know better, you know, you do better. And so I'm just trying to do better. But what's interesting is that once I started um, switching it up and incorporating other things, I, I still only have the same amount of time to train. I still only have the same number of days, you know, to go work out. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, you know, which day do I run? Which day do I do this? I can't spend hours in the gym or hours, you know, uh, you know, training. I found that, say, when I was focused on on time for my races, I wasn't hitting those times anymore because I just didn't have you know, the capability of strength training and running and still being great. So then I had to figure out what was more important to me, to be healthy or to have, um, you know, hitting all these time goals. And that's a mental, you know, readjustment. You know, when you get out there and you run, you're like, oh, I used to be able to run this race in in this time. And now I'm a little bit slower. But I've come to terms with that because regardless, I'm not winning the race and I'm not out there to win the race. You know, I'm out there to do my miles and to have a good time. And so that was a mental uh, shift for me over the last, um, you know, over the last few years to just get my priorities um, in order when it comes to that. You know, and that's just personal. Okay. So knowing what you know now in life, you know, we have wisdom. Mm-hmm. What would you tell your younger self if you can go back into a time machine? Mm, you know what? I mean, just as far as like fitness and running? Yes, or just life in general. <laughs> <laughs> I probably would have um, run more when I was younger. Okay. That's when you have less responsibility and more time, right? Right. Um, I remember, I think I was, in the 11th 10th or 11th grade and I went out for cross country and I went out one time and I said I'm not doing this again but look where I am now you know (laughs) when I look back I was like oh I probably could have done it but you know I just didn't think that I could and you know I was like that's a lot of work you know right a lot of running um so probably um doing more running in my younger years when I was you know able to say do it better or do it more um yeah, I guess that's it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, and to, you know what? And to, to really go after what you want. I've noticed yes. that sometimes I have a tendency to um, not ne- I talk myself out of things. 
okay. I do that even now. I do that. I'm very good. If you and I are, say, running together, Eric, and you say, okay, Adrian, keep going. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm going to keep doing it because I'm great at following a plan. I'm great at following instructions. I'm great mm -hmm. at um, motivating people and being motivated by others. But I tell you, if it's just me sometimes, I have a tendency to talk myself out of those things. And so building my mental strength is something that I'm continuing to work on, but maybe I could have been doing that years ago and I'd be in a different place today. Okay. So. Okay. That's something to consider. Okay. That's good. Mm -hmm. All right. So what is a non-running fact about you that most people don't know? Oh, a lot of people know this, I think, but I love to read. I love to okay. read. I love going out to eat. Um, I'm not, I think a lot of people think that I am uh, a very social person, but I mean, really I'm an introvert, you know, and I don't mind being along. I prefer being, you know, by myself or in small groups. Right. Um, a lot of times going to these races, I'm mentally preparing myself just to have the energy to socialize, um, you know, pre and, and post race. Um, so I think a lot of people may see me and think that I'm a very um, social person, but really only with people I'm comfortable with. Okay. that That's something new. I did not really know. See, you probably thought that I was, you know. <laughs> I did not know that. Again, I always <laughs> learn something new about these people. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I'm shy. I can be really shy. You shy? Nah. You know, and I'm going to tell you this, and I've mentioned this to other people who have the same reaction. I, I've always been shy growing up, but I also recognize that I, in order to function, I can't continue to be shy in, you know, various social settings. Right. And so I learned then to push myself to do things that made me feel uncomfortable. Um, it's probably one of the reasons why, you know, say I was a cheerleader or uh, why I did some of the activities in school that I did, because I felt like doing them would teach me um, certain skills and would benefit me later on. So I can do these things. Um, they're not necessarily easy for me and they're not something that I always choose to do, but I, you know, I will do them if I need to. Okay, okay. All right, so what's next for you? Are you training for anything now? Are you getting ready for any races? So what's funny, I did my first Tough Mudder this year, which you know is a yes. obstacle course race. This one was a, a 5K. And it's something actually that I've, you know, I like the idea of it because it's wild and crazy and it's physical, right? And a lot right. of those obstacles you don't necessarily train for, um, you, you go out there and, and you do them. And so I've always been intrigued with the idea, but never really had anyone who was up to doing it with me. You know, some people are afraid of getting muddy, some people are just like, I'm not, you know, trained for that. And I've always just kind of been like, well, why not? But anyways, up until this point, I hadn't been able to find anybody to do it with until the spring. And a girlfriend got some people together for a birthday type event. And I went out there and I loved it. It was muddy, it was wet, it was hot, it was tiring, it was hard. There was a lot of teamwork with the people you were with and with total strangers. All of it I loved. But I hurt my knee doing one of the obstacles. I was climbing out of this mud pit and 
uh, somehow tweaked my knee and I felt it pop. And so uh, fast forward now, I've still been working out and, and running, but I've been injured. And come to find out I had an MCL sprain. So I'm just getting back. I mean, I can run now, um, but of course there were weeks um, where I hadn't been able to run. So I'm trying to get back to, you know, a certain level. Um, although I, I maintained being active, let's just put it that way. I just hadn't been able to be as active. Um, but there are races that I plan on doing even uh, this summer and into the fall, some of the ones that I mentioned um, to you earlier um, when we were talking. So uh, I have, uh, I think, a four-miler I plan on. I may be doing another 10K, I think, in August. Um, I don't have any half marathons planned for 2022, although before I got injured, I was contemplating trying to find something late in the fall or winter. But at this point, I don't think I'm going to be able to, to commit to it. So hopefully a marathon in 2023. And a duathlon. <laughs> and a duathlon. Of course, that, that, that. <laughs> Look, let me refer back to my notes. Yes, Callaway Gardens. Uh, yeah. Yes, next summer. Next summer. <laughs> All right. You got any last words you want to share with the listeners? Um, I just feel like get up and, and move something. You know, nobody says that you have to be, you know, the best at it. You only need to be your best self. And that's all I try to do every day is to be my best self. So whatever it is that you're thinking of doing, give it a try. Either you're going to like it or you're not going to like it. You may be great at it. You may not be great at it, but you never know unless you try. And that's how I feel about a lot of things. Try it. Yeah, Great advice. Couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> thank you. Well, Adrian, thank you for coming on to the show. Well, thank you for having me. This was, uh, this was fun. And yeah. to talk about all the things that I love um, to do. So all thank right. you, Eric. Uh, you're welcome. You're most definitely welcome. So how can people get in contact with you if they want to kind of follow you, follow you or reach out? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am on Instagram. Um, mostly you can reach me there at skymiles101. And that's um, S-K-Y-E-M-I-L-E-S 101. And um, hit me up, follow me. I'd love to follow back and see your journey. All right. Again, Adrian, thank you. Thank you. All right. Have an awesome day. All right. You too. Take care. Right. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the No Gimmicks Just Sweat podcast. We really appreciate everyone who tunes in each week. If you enjoyed today's show, please support us by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show wherever you listen to podcasts. And remember to tell your friends about the No Gimmicks Just Sweat podcast so we can continue to have awesome conversations with everyday athletes just like you. Until next time, have an amazing week.